Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. It is Red Men News. It is the Friday. I am Paul Meach, and the man next to me is Mr. Chris Pager. Chris, how are you feeling today? I'm good, mate. Sleepy. It is the Friday. That was an introduction of The Friday. It is the Friday. It is the Friday. Not a Friday. The Friday. Not the Friday. And that is the Paul Meach, and I am the Chris Pager. The Mr. Bloodred. Yeah. Um, we've got a few things to get through today. Uh, first and foremost, let me just tell you, that, of course, as with all of the new shows this week, we are partnered with The Athletic, the home of the best Liverpool written coverage going right now. Uh, content produced by the likes of James Pearce, formerly the head Liverpool writer for the Liverpool Echo, and an uh, award-winning novelist. I'm sure if he hasn't won an award, he, he should do, because he's, he's got a spectacular, <laughs> spectacular book. <laughs> and if, if, if he's wrong, like, we'll give him an award. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll award you for the best books. It's not an official title, but it should be. Um, yeah, anyway, them and a whole host of the best writers who've been who've been cobbled up from the best services around the world to uh, to populate the athletics content. Uh, completely ad-free, no ads, no annoying pop-ups. Um, you can start your free 30-day trial and receive 50% off your yearly subscription by going to uh, www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash news. Nailed it. Just about. Um, yeah, it's the, they call it the new home of football, right? It's okay, I'm a big fan. Uh, there's one thing that we want to draw your attention to today before we dive into the rest of the news. Um, the aforementioned, possibly, or possibly not award winning. Best winner. Best book winner. Simon Hughes. This, does he have the best books at home or does he write the best books? There's no need to decide. <laughs> Whatever is most likely to get him that potentially real or imaginary award. Um, anyway, he went out to Glenbrook, the home of former Liverpool manager um, Bill Shankly, to find a little bit more about the man himself and a little bit about the place and a really interesting um, sort of deep dive read into things obviously people know Bill Shankly largely from and, you know as, as a the figurehead you've got the Shankly Gate everyone everyone is, knows Bill Shankly synonymous with Liverpool Football Club the man you know largely behind making Liverpool the football club that it is today took us from the second division and made us league champions and really set the foundations for what went on to make us the best football club in the world um, but he dives into a little bit of the mythos behind him heads up to where he was born speaks to some people who, who, who were relatives and who knew him around the time tells you a little bit about his upbringing and stuff I actually didn't know in this Chris um in like loads, just tons of them living in, in, in the, the remark of the house in which he lived in was basically the size of the current Liverpool boardroom and there's just like 
kids coming out of every every hole and nook and cranny. And um, they, they talk about it being a very inhospitable place. And the idea is come from this tiny village to be this basically spiritual figurehead. For, Man for of the, the people city. as well, wasn't yeah, he? You know, absolutely. I think. And that's the, that's the interesting thing about the article for me, Paul, is the stuff that you didn't know because we've we've obviously we've lived Liverpool our entire lives, and and, and that's what I love about Simon when it, when he really focusing on a subject, you end up learning something. You don't feel like you're wasting your time mm. reading. You do feel like you've actually learned something in there. So again, another brilliant piece. Uh, and you know, you might have seen if you follow people on Twitter and Instagram, him going up there um, earlier on in the week and stuff. And yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, just a fascinating thing where Glenbrook was compared by its most famous son to Outer Mongolia. And Simon says, you can understand why. Um, fantastic. So yeah, fascinating. That's on The Athletic now, if you want to head over there and check that out as well as a whole host of other amazing things as well anyway uh, a nice little piece of news um, before we kick into more of the, the, the actual club related stuff uh, Sean Cox uh, is going to be continuing his medical treatment over in the UK in the coming in the coming weeks and months um, really great to see that you know so much money has been raised towards his treatment obviously the LFC Foundation have done stuff there was collections outside of Anfield and what have you and um, really pleasing to see that obviously he's ready to take the next step in his rehabilitation he's moving to a specialist neurological facility in the north of England uh, for initial 12 12-week rehab program focused on developing his speech and movement. Um, yeah, it, it's tough. I mean, obviously, his, his, his wife had said he's made so much project progress over the last 18 months, but it's extremely slow. He finds it very difficult to express himself verbally, and while it seems he can hear and understand more, his speech remains very challenged. I, I, well, uh, obviously, it's a, it's a it's just a sad story. Yeah, it's talking about and it? stuff, isn't yeah. it? Because it could have been any one of any Liverpool yeah. fan that day, and you know, unfortunately for Sean, it was Sean, and you know, it's great to see that you know. The club have, have kept him close, and and you know I, I believe he's coming over for, for that game in October, and he's a personal guest of uh, Peter Moore and stuff, isn't he? So, um, hopefully, you know we wish him all the best in his recovery, mm-hmm. uh, and hope that he enjoys his, his day out, and the next stage of his recovery does indeed go well. Yeah, absolutely, and obviously uh, an absolute stalwart in, in his wife Martina as well. He's obviously helped him through all this. Um, right, we move on then. Um, really, really nice article. Here. It came from it's come from the Press Association. We've got it via thisisamfield.com. Uh, Alex Oxley Chamberlain has been talking. And obviously, the international break is a thing. I don't know who England are playing. Bulgaria, I think. Playing. Saturday, I think. Wow. You think? I think. You I mean, know. I th- are you just trying to be cool? Like, be like, oh, I, th- I think it might be. Is it, are they playing Bulgaria? I think they're Saturday? playing Bulgaria. <laughs> I think it's Saturday. Okay. I'm not trying to be cool. No, I ju- I'm just not 100% certain. Okay, that's sad. Um, he was asked about, obviously, like the, the tournament he's missed and what have you. And I, I really like his attitude. You know, we, we, we've had a, f- a few. We've got a really good gang of lads at Liverpool at the moment, and I, I was really impressed with Dejan Lovren's quotes yeah. uh, after, on the back of not not leaving in the transfer window. I like this from Oxley. He says, "I don't like to sit back now and say that I was really unlucky to miss this particular tournament or that one. The time was unlucky, but boys have injuries that stopped them playing full stop. Uh, I still have had the opportunity to come back. I just got to. Uh, I, I have just got to stop the timing of those injuries to give me a chance to get to the sort of level I can be. It's every boy's dream, etc., etc. But I really like. <laughs> Sorry, wait. Well, I love this. The time." was unlucky but boys have injuries that stopped them playing full stop full stop I still have had the opportunity to come back I like that yeah I like ending the sentence with the words full stop and then an actual full stop full stop full stop period that's why the the Americans say period because it means they can say full stop 
put a full stop in the period, period. Anyway, um, and there's a really interesting point here. With he was asked where he watched the England World Cup game. I love this part of it because he's he's obviously dressed that you can see in the picture on your screen if you're watching it. If you're listening, we'll describe it. Alex Oxley Chamberlain's wearing a cap. Yeah. Right, there you go. Perfectly, perfectly described in a darkened room. Yeah. Um, and he goes and watch the England games with fans, and he ensured that this was, and he was so happy about it, wasn't he? And he says, "I've never been to a pub where there's been a bunch of Liverpool fans or Arsenal fans and watched it with them. Never been to a pub with England fans or in a big place to see what it means to them. It was like a surreal moment where I could see my mates on the screen doing what I usually do. Now everyone around them was reacting what it meant to them. It was surreal. I was almost idolising them as well. Just seeing them do that and what it was creating around me, I was like, oh my God, that's Raheem Sterling. <laughs> Look at what he's done. Do I really do that? Such a humble guy, such a, such a nice guy. Yeah, isn't he, like? I completely agree with that. Do go check out that full article on this is Anfield. But yeah, it, again, it tells you the, the story about, and we know this, you know, we've, we've uh, worked with Oxley Chamber in the past, and funny enough, we've got a video which we'll reference in a moment. But um, he is a, he's a brilliant fella, isn't he? But it, I never really thought of it that way because we've seen examples of like Steven Gerrard being in with the Liverpool fans in Villa Park back in the day, and Trent's done it in the past. We've seen players go in, go in the crowd. But yeah, you wouldn't because if you're not playing, you're injured, and you probably yeah. you shouldn't be going to mass areas surrounded by people and jumping up and down. So it was interesting. He was obviously fit, fit enough to be able to go out and, and, and soak it up. And yeah, it's it mad that it would make you more hungry. I think to to, to get to get back when you see what you act, the impact of what you do. Absolutely, but also. It, it, you forget, don't you? Because when these guys decide that they want to be footballers, they're probably like what we are, like yeah. five, six, seven, eight. And you what know, what, no, sorry, what we were when <laughs> we wanted, <laughs> what, when we, yeah, me, certainly, when we wanted to be footballers, we decided at that age, everybody wants to be a footballer at that age. They're good enough to actually be able to do that. You know, he will have been in an academy from probably nine years old, maybe. Mm -hmm. Hasn't had the 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 the, the fan culture. Hasn't been brought up like we've been brought yeah. up. Experience what we've experienced. Go into the game. Go into pubs around the game. Enjoying it with your mates and all that. He's not done that yeah. in any way, shape, or form. So for him to go and do something like that, he must be like, like that's why everyone loves football. <laughs> oh, I get it that's, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet he chucked a couple of pints up in the air like a tit, like they all did yeah. as well. Like um, anyway, brilliant stuff. Yeah, go and check out thisisanfield.com for a bit more on that. Uh, Andy Robertson's been speaking uh, in general, but the, the Mail have picked this up uh, for the Scottish Daily Mail, which is almost certainly going to be better than the actual Mail, as we saw. We've seen with a number of variations on newspapers. Anyway, um, I think it's really funny. Andy Robertson's basically joking that um, he's, he's, on, he's, he's in the squad, is what he's saying. He's like, that, I'm, 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 he's very grateful to be named on the FIFA Pro um, well, you know, World 11 shortlist alongside left-backs Marcello Alex Sanzo and Jordi Albert um, but basically I, lo I love the notion that he, he says I, I can find the quotes in particular but yeah he had to, I made the joke saying I'm one of the 55 probably the biggest squad I've ever been involved in um, it's obviously a massive thing for me but let's see if I get in the 11 or not even to be nominated alongside the players there is a special feeling also have six of your Liverpool teammates there is really good and um yeah, I, I mean, it is. Drawing it away from the Andy Robertson stuff, Chris. You know, seven Liverpool players nominated. Um, and it shows you where we're at. It doesn't. I wouldn't have argued if you'd said 11, to yeah. be honest with you. But then, you know, I'm a Liverpool fan, so obviously. But also, look, this is the thing. Successful sides always get players named in these things. So if you, if you as a player want to be in one of these things, you've got to be at a successful side. Liverpool's the side that you need to be at to be in there. If you want it, if you want a chance of, of individual glory and stuff like this, then you've got to be at a great side. Liverpool's Marcello a great side. is going to be named on that list for as long as he plays for Real Madrid. 
It's like that, that thing. Buffon is the interesting one, isn't it, for the keepers? Because it's the first time in 15 years Buffon's not in it. You know what I mean? And, Sunrise, and, and, sunset. Exactly. And, and, and in Robertson's case, they've been doing it for 15 years. He's the first Scotsman to ever be in this. <laughs> that. That's brilliant, yeah, isn't there'll be a, it? Like, there'll be a plaque one there or something somewhere. There's got to be. A plaque and someone tipping out some, some, some iron brewing on it. We've done that two, two days on the belt. Iron brewing. Iron brewing. It's fine. Um, the um, yeah, no, it's it, it's great, and uh, you're right. It shows where we're at because when you those elite clubs, and I, I talked about this about Virgil Van Dijk uh, uh, being whether he come out with the um, the FIFA Men's Best um, Award or not, and the players just become accepted as being the best as being top quality players. Why Paul Pogba ends up in these in these things? Deja Lovren would be in this if we'd won the Champions League the year before, yeah. and it would have been accepted because. He's got to a World Cup semi-final. He's won the Champions League. It does. It sounds a little bit better than you know, got to a World Cup final and got to a Champions League final, doesn't it? But yeah. players just accept it. That's yeah. kind of what and it that's is. It, you know, you just there's just players. The, the, the players that you automatically pick. It's why the, the level of disrespect shown towards Liverpool's midfield in in general is mad. And, you know, and I have a comment. I was thought I did a video on my channel about Jordan Henderson about the time to show some respect to him. And it's still most people agree, but there's still some comments saying, "Did you like, use the line put some respect on his name?" A variation there on because it's you know I'm not young enough to properly use it, um, but the um, the thanks the but no I, but people go on like well he's not look at all these but I could name someone literally named thirty five I think it was better midfielders than Jordan Henderson in like you know and I was like. I get it. And how many European Cups did those 35 win? <laughs> exactly. And how many did they lift as captain of their yeah, football absolutely, sides? Absolutely, honestly, mate. That year, zero. Yeah, it is. But it, it's, it's, our, our midfield's not fashionable enough, is the point I'm kind of making. Is that our forwards are dead fashionable, and our, you know, Virgil and the wing-back, and the full-backs and the goalkeeper are all dead fashionable. Bloody team sport. You can't do anything without a midfield. Absolutely. You're not going to win anything without a midfield. If you want to prove, of course, that our midfield is dead cool, um, look no further than the Redmen TV Twitter account right now. We'll show you the little clip. We've got a video going out at 5 o'clock today. It's 5 o'clock on Friday evening. Um, we sat down with Henderson Oxford Chamber at the back end of the season. Chris did a great interview with him that's up on the on the RedmenTV.com, which you can still go check out. It still remains fabulous. It's very, very I good. I think you might have sold Sire Dummy there. I think he went to it. Did you go to it? Yeah, I was just teasing it. I was just teasing it. Don't go to it yet. Um, right there, I'm not ready. I'm talking. Um, but the. Um, I'm not doing it again. He's ready to go. <laughs> just play the video. Why would you say 3 2 You need to have a, a discussion about countdown. False start. Anyway, I'm going to show you the clip. <laughs> okay. This is for like one of your mates' project. That's good. Cool. Okay. Media, something, something to do with media. As you can see, uh, when, when, when the, the media skills that he possesses here when I kick it off the lamppost to, to come back to his ear, he will go <laughs> Boom! <laughs> so, yeah. So, boom! Boom! Jordan Henderson and Oxlade Chamberlain reacting to a skills video made featuring his 16 year old Jordan Henderson is out on the uh, main Redmen TV YouTube channel um, at 5 pm today. So, yeah, do go make sure you go over and subscribe to that channel and check that out as well. Um, yeah, really, really good fun. And if you want the full interview with the lads as well, as I say, go to the redmentv.com. It's there alongside Chris is also fabulous Jürgen Klopp interview. And my now slightly dated but also fabulous Jürgen Klopp interview. Um,
before we get your comments on everything we discussed today, a little reminder, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, go and subscribe. We've just gone through uh, 22,000 subscribers, which is absolutely nice. brilliant. Uh, yeah, and as you say, uh, it just means you get, if you click the notification bell when you subscribe as well, you get notified when we go live, even though, generally speaking, it's half 12, Monday to Friday. Um, Simon, what have you got for us? Um, I've got someone saying who's the wonder kid that they're looking at that we titled the video after. Oh, God, where's that? <laughs> <laughs> right, turn the screen off a second, let's find that fucking out, Paige. Come on. Goal.com! <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Right, quick. It's going to be so disappointing So now. disappointing. It's Joe Gallard. Joe Gallard. Neil Jones, the Liverpool <laughs> correspondent for goal. Uh, the Liverpool are tracking the progress of 17-year-old but face competition from Premier League rivals. My bad. It's my bad. Um, he's viewed as one of the Championship's hottest prospects and this week will represent England at under-18 level for the first time. Born in Netherton, He's a boyhood Liverpoolian, but joined Wigan as a 10-year-old, and his progress since has been noted by the Reds. If Neil Jones is reporting this, then uh, it means that there's definitely something to it. And if Liverpool, and I, we, we joked about it before, because you, you joked about the use of Wonder Kid. I thought it was inappropriate, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So inappropriate that you thought just, just not to bother putting the article <laughs> in there. Um, I mean, is, it, is it Neil is Jones it that said that this is a Wonder Kid? If he's 17 years old and he's being targeted by Liverpool, then he's a Wonder Kid. Okay. Just saying. And if you think that's not the case, then you are showing some major disrespect to Liverpool's transfer policy. Yeah, put some respect on Liverpool's transfer policy. Put some policy. respect on, on Michael Edgerton's <laughs> name. Um, yeah, so that's it. Joe Gellard. If you know more about him, let us know in the comments. And thank you very much to the person who did comment and remind us to talk about the thing that we literally titled the thumbnail of this show. Um, so well, that is ultimate clickbait, that. Keeping it till the end of the video as well. <laughs> it's brilliant. Watch well, time, baby. When, when we've gone live, after this has gone live, we'll put our verts in all over the show as well. To every single thing. Not really. We'll probably forget to do that. We, we can't even remember to put the topics in that we're talking about. Just remember to do something after the fact. Anyway, Simon. I was too busy straightening these mats up. <laughs> um, so, David Barton commented, and it's kind of what you were talking about, saying, how is it that not a single Liverpool midfielder was nominated for the World Eleven quality or a Henderson and Wijnaldum just not fashionable enough? And then Jay York said, to get into the World Eleven, you need hype, publicity and usually goals. There's too much hate on our midfielders for them to win over someone like Kante, who's been talked about since Leicester won the league. Exactly. I think Kante's world class, and I actually think Kante is... Our midfield would be better for having Kante available to it. Um, the but but is this the list? I'm just gonna get all fifteen of them, yeah. There we go. So look look at these names, right? I mean Sergio Busquets. Paul Pogba. Well no. Paul no, no, Pogba. But I go through it, Sergio Busquets. Has he, did he have a, did he have an outstanding did he have an outstanding outstanding season last season? Or is he just continuing to be as as good as he is? Casemiro again. I mean Kevin Kevin De, what Kevin De Bruyne. Injured for half of it. Is this last year? I guess it's last year's. Yeah, go ahead. Right, hang on, go on. We're fucking. This is fucking terrible. This, this is a it? joke. We anyway, need to end this show as fast as possible. Get out of this. One more comment before we go. Is that like? Well, hang on. We could look to see. <laughs> there you go. Alison Becker. That is this year's. That Liverpool. is this year's. Yeah. yeah. Trent Alexander Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne. He was injured. Arthur Mello. Arthur. The, all right, sounds. No, I disagree. Um, Paul Pogba, as he says, hyped, fashionable players. That's what it is about. Well, that's why Paul Pogba's in there, because he's hyped. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And they've gone, we need to get an Ajax player in there. <laughs> oh, the best. This was just really good last season. Um, but no, fair play. I mean, look, I'm Frankie de Jong, Frankie de Jong, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, the um, now, it was much better in the back end of the season. But Wayne Alden was, I thought Wayne Alden was consistently good all, all year. Anyway, um, go on, one last comment before we wrap up yeah, this absolute shit one. show. <laughs> Um, so Jay York said there are they are huge names on the list to be fair some questionable and some riding on pre previous hype as usual which is which is true yeah, yeah there always is I, I think it's one of those things I think we're all a bit thick when it comes to footy and I think particularly and look particularly football we don't watch much more than the football that we're, in, we're involved in largely speaking so there are names that are just accepted as being world talent so when you're asked to put together a world eleven right now. You would put in players that you've not seen play for 12 months, so you might have seen play one 90-minute game of football, mm. but it's naturally accepted, and I think that's a lot. This is what I'm kind of driving at, is that, but if Liverpool have another good run in, in, in Europe this season, don't be shocked if Liverpool's players just become those automatic names, and we'll find that Liverpool players just end up on these lists, and they become the fashionable ones. So, another good season from Jordan Henderson and Julian Wijnaldum, and they'll, they'll be on it next year, I reckon, is my thoughts anyway. Anyway, right, thank you very much to everyone who's watching this live. Thank you if you're listening to this as a podcast. Afterwards, make sure um, you give five-star ratings on whatever pod app you use. Again, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and check out, of course, our Henderson Oxlade Chamberlain video um, on the Redman TV YouTube channel later on. Thank you very much. See you all soon. Have a good weekend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.